Um, one other thing I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you, I, I was looking at the, um, Degrassi, I looked at the Degrassi fandom page on these to, um, check something out and sorry, oot, and, um, it said that the second episode is the 200th episode of Degrassi. Who gives a fuck? So what's your number count? <laughs> Not that. 197, 198 is what I got. Oh, interesting. Wait, maybe not. Because I did miss one. Remember, I didn't have my notes. Mm -hmm. No, I have last week was 195, 196. That was I just don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. 191, 192, 193, 194. Yeah, I have this as... Is that who are we gonna trust? I think you should. Trust I don't know. Me. I don't know, but I guess we can mention it. I think you should trust me. <laughs> Just wanted to give you a heads up beforehand, <clears throat> so I didn't have to cut it out. What are these? Ten nine <laughs> and ten eleven. Ten 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 oh nine and ten ten. Ten eleven and ten twelve. That's what I meant. That's exactly exactly what I meant to say. <laughs> that that wouldn't get you uh you know you wouldn't win anything for saying 1009 mm -hmm. and 1010. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to count to see if this is the 200th episode or not. Mhm. Mm That's fine. Okay. I think we're right. I think I'm right. Cuz I followed Tubi math so good for so long. How does Tubi math work? I just did whatever Tubi said. Remember? Well, I got to wherever <laughs> Tubi was back when I was watching this on Tubi. Mhm. Mm it might be the tour's episode, but I can't change where where I've been going. I have to stay. Yeah, on that's fine. Point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do we really? Who gives a shit? You just I'm want just, to celebrate I'm just the curious. episode? I'm just curious. Oh, curious George over here. I do like Curious George. Freaking regular Curious George over here. How many episodes were in this one? Who's your man in telling? the yellow hat? Who do you think? Who's my man in the yellow hat? If you were curious, George, who'd be your man in the yellow hat? Guess your dad. Because he's the person who take cares of you, kid takes, took care of you when you were a small child. I mean, maybe my mom. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. Um, if I, just adding up how many episodes are in a season, I think this would be 200. Stop it! When did I, I go wrong? I, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Tubi. <laughs> Fuck that. I've been doing so good on this, I thought. One thing I think I did right. <laughs> did I fuck this up? That's terrible news. It really bummed me out. It really harshened my mellow. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Rachel. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I was buying a birdcage. And I'm your old <laughs> pal, Pat. <laughs> so busy buying a birdcage. It's just like, I can't the with best their part, money. <laughs> the best part of both episodes was Fiona saying, oh, oh, I'm sorry. She wasn't paying attention. She said, oh, I'm sorry. She's I'm buying a birdcage. She's like, you're getting a bird? She's like, no, I fucking love this character. Oh, the things I could say how much I love Fiona. <laughs> Fiona is so funny. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm sure we'll get into it. 
Mm-hmm. How you doing there, pal? Let's talk about that first. We had big bad news today. We found out that my math has been wrong on these episodes. Oh, I was like, what was the bad news today? I was like, did some? I'm sure something happened in Ukraine and the inflation keeps going up. And the other bad news I've learned this week is that I can't even afford to see Blink-182 anymore. You can't. Too too expensive to go see them. Nobody likes you when you're 53, I'll tell you that much. Too expensive no. to see Blink. Well, like, I never thought I would see the day. Well, you know what? You'll be fine. You can always still see Billy Talent. <laughs> My beloved Billy Talent that I first learned of today. Um, Blink-182 <laughs> with these exorbitant ticket prices. I I am just, like, in awe. I never thought that I would see, like, $600 for an arena show for blink 182 god bless you if you like blink 182 i like them fine i mean i'm i, I, I like them fine i do not like them six hundred dollars they i'm not even sure i like them a hundred dollars they are a terrible live band like notoriously terrible mm-hmm. like they even know it so that's why i'm yeah. like you motherfuckers but get him get it going man do what you gotta do i don't know he had cancer he's gotta pay his cancer bills yeah and um, tom has to keep funding his ufo um institute he's a guy he's a good guy though god bless mm-hmm. well he does have to keep funding it and then i saw um uh courtney kardashian bought some raymond pettibon paintings from us uh recently from my work and so i know that like travis has to keep buying those it's travis who likes him but you know courtney's the one who's buying it travis is a cornball but also he um he <laughs> she helped him get back Okay with flying. He wasn't flying after the terrible plane crash. He oh, was really? With GJM, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. How did they meet each other? Who? Courtney and Travis. I have no idea. Why was mm-hmm. that something that you think I, I shouldn't have the answers to? There. I just thought you might know. I thought I would try my luck. I imagine famous people just kind of know each other, end yeah. up somewhere at the same time, and they're like, "Hey, I know you look great." Yeah. Scott Disick is probably pissed about it, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Or when you're Scott Disick, apparently. And you're still more amused by prank phone calls. What do you think of that? <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Blink-182, when I saw I saw them in about 97, open for Less Than Jake. You know Less mm-hmm. Than Jake. Chris mm-hmm. makes a podcast, of course. And um, they were so bad. They were so fucking bad now granted this is like the er- very early days like i think dude ranch had come out because mm-hmm. it was le- they played first but it was more like a co-headlining tour mm-hmm. and after every song i might have told this story on the podcast because lord knows we've talked about this band before mm-hmm. but after every song one of them said, this is our last song. And then they would play. And then that song mm-hmm. would end and they go, this is our last song. And then they would play. And it got to the point where people were trying to get mad because they were so mm-hmm. terrible that people wanted it to be their last song. And we just never knew. But that's a great. Mm-hmm. It, to, it is a good uh, bit. It's a great bit. <laughs> great bit. Hilariously funny. They are funny guys. Yeah. I only saw them a couple times, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. I saw them at a festival and I met them twice. I met them once at the festival and I met them at a, um, when take off your pants and jacket came Mm, out. That's your, Um, that's your era, right? 
Well, no, Dude Ranch is my era. Oh, that's my my era yeah. too. But, but take off your pants and jacket is when I stopped listening. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that was like the end. But I went to the record release at Tower Records at midnight and then got a like wristband to come back for a signing the next day. Um, and Somebody I got gave them to you sign his guitar. My, I signed. I got my guitar signed. Yeah, this, by, we've told we by have Blake 182. You've definitely now, told. But I know. But I'm just telling you that. Like now, I'm thinking like mm, you could sell it for tickets. How much is that worth if people are paying this much for tickets for this? Sell it for tickets, baby. <laughs> I also like. I I was done with them by Return Your Pants and Jacket. I the album before that was the big blockbuster with uh, yeah, Animal of the State. That's the last one I ever purchased. Mm-hmm. Not true lies. Because and because then I I got that one. Then I didn't get whatever the next couple were. But then I did get the self titled where they had that song with Robert Smith. Oh, okay, yeah, which I never I even liked. listened to that. <clears throat> I liked that. Um, and I never saw them with Matt Skiba. People were not paying $600 for that. That's for sure. I thought Skiba and um, Tom DeLonge had a nice uh, exchange online, which was very good, where Tom mm-hmm. DeLonge wrote him a note and said, like, th- you know, this band wouldn't exist if you didn't pick up the pieces. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Skiba was like, I'm just so happy you guys are a family again. It was very, very cordial. Aww. I brought a little tear to my eye, these old aging yeah. punks just throwing it throwing one down for each other yeah speaking of aging musicians get your get your mm-hmm. lips wet because it's time to talk perhaps <laughs> i don't know if you know this rach but this past what? we missed last week because yes you, you we were, did i wasn't feeling well you were feeling under the weather but last friday october 14th saw the dropping of the brand new peps album return of the dream Ooh. canteen did you get to listen to it I have not. I didn't know it was out. And that was Pep's news, baby. Let's move it right <laughs> along. I got to say, we got an email from a broomhead. Uh, I believe uh, I believe her name was Claudia. I probably should have mm-hmm. checked this out. And she, po- she pointed out a gaffe, an error mm-hmm. in the podcast. Oh, no. Can you imagine? Yeah, I would also say that it's not an entirely a gaffe because I do think that this was what it was intended to be named after. I just don't know what to do with myself is not a White Stripe song first. It was a Dusty Springfield song. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether or not we were meant to be talking about the White Stripes or Dusty Springfield, I got to say, I didn't know that. So you learn something mm-hmm. new every I, I, so, I did know that. There's multiple versions of that song, but... Yeah, I go. I use the reference of the Degrassi fandom page, which said it was based on the White Stripes song. Ooh. I'm yeah. woefully ignorant to. I know Spooky, and I know mm-hmm. Billy Ray was a preacher. Maybe I should get on the train. Should I get on the dusty train? Maybe. See? I mean, does it go to Stouffville? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She has a version of that. Um, I would, I'm sure I would love it, but thank you for pointing it out. I didn't know Mm -hmm. that we're, we're, we're fallible people. Mm -hmm. I I did know that and probably should have said something last week. I did not. So thank you. Rachel's got to be like, well, I actually did know it. I did know it. Oh, excuse me. Let me push my glasses up. I did Mm -hmm. know it. I didn't correct. Well, well, maybe you should (laughs) have because we, because I didn't know that. I'm shocked. There's not like many music things that I feel like that I know that you don't know. 
I didn't know that. I'm not a big. I don't know a lot about Dusty Spring, and I like looked it up, and it wasn't like a hit song or anything. Yeah, like it didn't appear in like her top fifty, even like mm-hmm. Spotify songs. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I do know the White Stripes version. Bing, bing, inning. I did listen to the Dusty Springfield version, and it was fucking great. I was like, this mm-hmm, is wonderful. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. God bless Loretta Lynn. We lost Loretta Lynn. While we're talking yeah. music, we didn't talk about that. Speaking yeah, while we're Jack talking White, old ladies, we're, uh, we lost Angela Lansbury as well. Old ladies who Jack White was infatuated with, Loretta Lynn. There's mm-hmm. an Angela Lansbury reference in these episodes. Did you know that? In these, in these Degrassi it. episodes. What did they say? At one point... After Holly Jacoby and Myers Sinclair gets that mm-hmm. necklace and mm-hmm. says to her mom, like, no, we didn't break up. He comes there. She said her mom says, well, bippity boppity boo, which is, of <laughs> course, from bed knobs and broomsticks. Right. No. What's from that? Cinderella. From? Oh, that's not Angela Lansbury. No, that's the fairy godmother who. You I know mean, what? You I guess I was trying to put something where it wasn't. <laughs> Angela Lansbury, one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. I this know. Is true, one of your favorites. Permits. If you don't know, I'm a big Angela Lansbury fan. I thought she, she was. She in lived Cinderella. a good long life. <laughs> Evidently, um, Murder She Wrote is one of my favorite things in pop culture. I love it so, and I love Angela Lansbury. You love Angela Lansbury? Mm-hmm. I do. It's not to love. Did you hear about James Corden? Did you hear these the James get you get your lips wet? It's time to talk Corden. <laughs> it doesn't really roll off the tongue as easily, does it? Is it about um him and Balthazar? Yeah. Yeah, I did hear about it. Yeah. And then all of these people started coming out talking about what a piece of shit he was. And somebody said, this is the best story. Oh, my God. If you've heard it already, Broomheads, I'm sorry. If you haven't, this you're going to love it. So someone writes, they're like, I was on a plane. And a woman walks onto the plane with a screaming baby and they walk her. It's first class. They walk her to a seat and they sit her next to James Corden. And they're like, and everybody is prepared for like a James Corden meltdown because he's known to be a piece of shit. And they go, but he didn't melt down at all. And people were surprised. He put on noise canceling headphones and put a sleep mask on turned away and went to sleep for the entirety of the flight, didn't make a fuss at all. And then when the they landed, this woman was holding the baby and she was up getting the bags as this baby is still crying. And she hits James Corden and says, could you at least fucking help me with the bags while I'm holding the baby? Because it was his wife and his baby that he ignored for the entirety <laughs> of a flight. Gotta give it up in a way. The audacity of the whole thing. God bless you, James. <laughs> What's this podcast about again? <laughs> I don't even know. I met James Corden a couple times 15 years ago, and he was perfectly pleasant then, but that was, you know, before he was famous. So I know you love he's British, so you you have like at I don't, least I don't 5%. love him. He was just, you know, he's a person. I don't I don't know. Like <laughs> Rachel, tell the broomheads where you were last night. Oh, I went to see Gorillas, my favorite, it? Damon Albarn. It was good. Um, I didn't get Matt Berry at my show, so I just feel like incredibly disappointed because I don't live in Toronto. Yeah, sorry. I showed you that. I it's didn't okay. Mean it's okay. I mean, I'm glad I saw it, but then I was just like, oh, I don't get any of the cool like featured guests. I'm sure it's a great show, though, right? Yeah, yeah. They always put on a good show. Yeah, I, I slightly liked the one that I went to in 2018 more than this. 
I wouldn't even remember the one I went to in 20. I mean, I didn't see the gorillas, but if I saw a band in 2018 and then saw them again, now there's no chance I would remember how I felt <laughs> about the show in 2018. I remember that one being really good. And this one, I was like, it was okay. They all seemed a little tired. Well, they're older. Yeah. I mean, Damon Albarn's not, he's not a young guy anymore. He's no spring chicken, as they say. Mm-mm. He was the one who seemed the most tired. Everyone else seemed all right. Oh, all right. Well, we're, good thing we're not here to talk about spring chickens or no, no, or, or gorillas or Matt Berry, James Corden, or James or... Corden's harried wife who's fucking pissed off on a plane, or the ch- <laughs> or um. When you were telling that story, I was like, "Is that a stranger yelling at him? That's so weird." Great story, right? And the way, <laughs> yeah. and that's how it was written out. And I was like, "This is a oh beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful." Like, took me for a ride. What a story! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Degrassi. Mm-hmm. More specifically, Degrassi episodes ten, eleven, and ten, twelve, which I would have said were the hundred ninety seventh and the hundred ninety eighth episodes of Degrassi: The Next Generation. But it appears I have been negligent in my math keeping up and they are in fact i think that tubi is probably well i don't want to blame tubi i don't want i haven't been watching on tubi for like two years but i thought i was up to date i don't know i must have jumped jumped over a couple episodes at some point because according to rachel and according to i don't know some fucking wikipedia page these are in fact the 199th and the 200th episodes of degrassi God bless yeah. 200 episodes is a milestone. Few shows can mm-hmm. reach. You got to be a Grey's Anatomy. You got to mm-hmm. be a Gunsmoke. You got to be a Simpsons. And you got to mm-hmm. be a Degrassi, baby. Because oh, yeah. here we are at 200 episodes. But because of all the two-parters and these hot, hot boiling points, it's the 153rd episode. Mm-hmm. It's called Try Honesty. And Try Honesty, as we all, everybody knows. I mean, if you know, you must be living in rock if you didn't know this. It's a song by the great <laughs> Billy Talent, which is a band, not a person. So, Rachel, I gotta know. I gotta know. I know this band means a lot to you. Uh-huh. What's your favorite Billy Talent song? I had a moment earlier today where I was like, Billy Talent? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> saw the band and I was like, never heard of them. I thought it was going to be like built like a fucking like American Idol. Like a, that's what I thought too. I was like, this. I mean, I think the last name Talent just screams like American Idol contestant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I listened to a little bit and I said, oh, I don't really care for this that much, <laughs> and I stopped. And so maybe listen to three songs and I don't remember what they were. You got to pick one. Um. It's probably not Try Honesty, which I did not listen to. You got to do your due diligence. You got to pick one. What did I listen to? Billy Talent. I probably listened to Red Flag, Fallen Leaves, and maybe Rested from the Rain, because those are the three top listened Mm -hmm. to on Spotify, and I think I just said, okay, play. All right, which one was your Um, favorite? I'll go with Fallen Leaves, because it's seasonally appropriate. That's what's happening right now. Yeah. How about you? I have no idea. I this is like that. Ver- I like love. I loved like that. The promise ring and like. I'm that shocked. I've of, never heard of them. I have heard of of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I've, I the name was something I recognized. But like mm-hmm. I loved like the promise ring and saves the day and like that era of emo. And then I guess I just sort of like because now I love it again. I love the hotel year and pup and fucking mm-hmm. modern baseball. Like I love all the two thousand tens era of that music as well. Mm-hmm. But this is like the era where like I. But I also love my chemical romance. So I don't know if this is like in that vein. 
It's not. I mean, the music is much worse. But <laughs> if like Alexis on Fire, the starting line, that kind of shit, which I don't know any. I mean, I know those bands exist. I don't know any of their songs. I think this, you know who I bet you is a big fan of this band. You want to know who I think would be a big fan of this? If not a big fan of this band, then at least this person has seen this band. Who do you think I'm going to say? It's a broomhead. Andy. No. Oh, maybe. I wasn't even thinking Andy. I was thinking of Allison. I feel like this is like, oh, this is like an Allison's yeah, yeah. wheelhouse, maybe. Okay, okay. Allison, let us know. You you let us know if this is in your wheelhouse. It's. Um, I listened to the one song. I'm just going to pick it for posterity. I don't know this mm-hmm. band. I'm not going to get into it. So <laughs> this is the first band I feel like that I feel like you. Because yeah, I don't, I don't I, have anything to say about them. I, I was like, oh, I think maybe I've heard of them. And then I listened and I looked at them and I was like, I don't think I have any idea who they are. I feel like this is behind after Andy's time, too. I think Andy. Andy yeah. Probably. But listen, but Andy, they're, let they're, us know. they're a Canadian band. Oh, maybe that's. They're from I'm Ontario. They're like um, bigger than fucking. Not from Stouffville, I don't think, though. What's that fucking band that is so big? They want Stouffville tonight for some reason. Band Rush? So, no, they're no rushes. Rush. Some forty-one. No, they're like the band, like one of the biggest bands in Canada. The guy just died recently, but like nobody in America cares about them at all. I don't know. They did do SNL when Dan Aykroyd hosted because he brought them. Who is this band? They're so popular. I'll get there. You want me to look it up? I'm looking right now. What are you looking up? Tragically hip. Tragically hip. Tragically hip. I did most famous Canadian band dead singer. <laughs> Tragically up. hip. They're like a yeah, very. I do know people who really like Tragically Hip. I have never listened to them. I'm Tragically Hip, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's what they always say about me. Billy Talent is tragically talented. <laughs> I don't. I, Billy Talent's great. Good for them. They're, they look like they've been around for a long time, living it up. Still I didn't really it. care for the music, I gotta say. Well, you know, it all kind of sounds like, this sounds like music that plays on Degrassi. Yeah, that's true. Tinsley Wharton. Uh, I got my blurb ready. Oh, here we go, everybody. The, you the, love Tinsley. The Marissa Memorial. Here we go. We're just talking about <laughs> all the broomheads. The Marissa Memorial blurb. Uh, <clears throat> blurb me. Um, here's what we're going to do. This is the new, this is ready, ready for it. Hit me with your best blurb. Why don't you hit me with your best blurb? Fire away. There you go. Hit me with your best blurb. All right, here you go. In Try Honesty, Holly J learns what it means to be a kept woman. Dave doesn't know how to carry a tune. And Eli is one calculating motherfucker you don't want to mess with. That's as good as it gets. What? That's if- still tell you what happened in this episode at all <laughs> what if this is as good as it gets jack nicholson as good as it gets what if the right that's as you good almost as sounded like richard dreyfus a little bit there what if this is as good as it gets <clears throat> i can do any voice you, you name a person i can do it. <laughs> you know me, uh, man i have a thousand voices i found these episodes to be a little boring um, they were fucking shitty, but like, I, I love, I, I have this like, just love for Fiona mm-hmm. that I just can't, I mean, Fiona is like pretty vapid. 
she's like a f- kind of an asshole. She's just buying Blink-182 tickets left, right, and center. But the thing that I will say is I feel like she would buy a bunch and give them and to her take friends. her friends. Like, yeah. that's the kind of, like, she's an, a rich, entitled... There's moments where she's like, I don't even know why people like us bother going to college. And, like, out of the mouth of <laughs> any other line. person, I would, like, <laughs> seethe. But from her, because she's just so... There's charisma. I'm it's just like... like I love it. She also says that right after the lady leading this uh, session on college is like, get ready to be paying student loans for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, not me. I won't pay zero dollars for anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm falling in love so deeply with Fiona. And like, I'm pretty sure that she's going to, she already has a lot of nuance because we've been through the sadness Mm -hmm. with her quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I know there's more to come, but I sort of love this surfacey. Just like, I'm just in here to make you laugh Mm -hmm. it also feels like the character that the show not that it understands the most but that they understand this character Mm -hmm. and i I just love her but anyway it's not about fiona it's about holly jacoby and myers sinclair who's pretty much have this is like a storyline that we've seen multiple times already just playing out in very similar fashion it's like mm-hmm. when she stole the money to do the SAT prep and Fiona was like, I'll just give it to you. Like the whole. Yeah. So she's. Holly J yeah. originally had money. Mm-hmm. And so she was used to just like spending it, but she never had Declan and Fiona money. Mm-mm. No, few do. Cause you know, you mm-hmm. know, Wayne Coyne's making all that money from. Those... I know he's got that hamster ball just touring yeah. around the world. His festival appearances alone. Net him in, oh my in gosh. The, I, can't I can't imagine. Do you People are probably like, there's other Flaming Lip songs, Pat, because I always do, do you realize, I think. <laughs> no, but that's the only one you want to talk about. A spoonful weighs a ton. Um, so Holly J has SATs coming up. Her family is, I guess, eventually going to move. She's just like, her mom has told her to pack boxes for like many episodes now. This box is just sitting empty. They're in just room. sitting empty in her room. Me, and I'm like, what are you doing? You should kinda, be packing boxes. It gives me oxygen, to be honest. I'm just like, yeah. either pack the boxes or just fucking like throw everything away. What are you doing here? Yeah. And Declan's like, can't you just come like fly down to New York so we can go to Yale and like all hang out and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I can't. I have other things to do. And her mom wants her to get a job. And she's like, you got to check out this new steakhouse. Little mistakes. <laughs> Is that the name of the steakhouse? Little yes. Miss Steaks? Little Miss Steaks, but Miss Steaks is better. <laughs> yeah, the the steakhouse was great. The The owner was great. His wife was great. Loved mm-hmm. them. Loved mm-hmm. them. I loved them even more at the end. So Declan's like, I'm going to go on this Yale trip anyway. And at the mm-hmm. beginning, he's, he's like, I'm going with all these co-eds or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, have fun. And I was like, she's very mature in this relationship. And yeah. then, like, in the next scene, she was, like, jealous and trying yeah. to book flights that she couldn't afford. Yeah. Because it fucking Tinsley Horton. Tinsley. Oh, Tinsley was, like, kissing Declan in a picture on face range or whatever they call it. I don't even remember what it's called anyway. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, was in somehow, I guess. Declan is doing Skypes from school right before fencing practice, and Tinsley's just walking in the background of the calls. Fucking Tinsley. Tinsley. Yeah, so Holly J gets pretty pissed um, that Tinsley's around. Am I jumping the gun here? No, that's where we're at, right? No, that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. 
Fiona's saying to Hera, like, you know, Declan's like a fucking kind of an asshole sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, and watch out for Tinsley because she'll try something because she, remember, of course, was the one who was kissing up on Brian Baloney all those episodes mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Brian Baloney! <laughs> oh, I miss Johnny DeMarco. I, I do, too, I guess. I wonder where he went to college. No, he died. <laughs> he died. He did. He passed away. <coughs> That's where Allie's been. She was at his funeral. Whole thing. <laughs> That's why Claire's been You know, I really Allie. miss Bruce, though. Bruce and Moose? Mm-hmm. He'll be back, right? No, we have, we've seen the last of him. I forgot. Brucey the Moose. I don't know. Brucey the Moose. I think we did say goodbye to Bruce the Moose at the end of the last season. I feel like we did. Yeah. So it gets to a point where, like, suddenly Declan doesn't want Holly J to come, even though she was looking at flights on American Aerosky, which is a great airline it's a real, name. It's a real um, airline. Aerosky. That's the airline for poor people who can't afford regular airlines. <laughs> it only works from Canada. <laughs> So he's being really evasive and she's like, oh my God, he's cheating on me with Tinsley. Like he doesn't want any of this. So I just have to break up with him and that's what has to happen. And she tells Fiona that she's really upset. And Fiona's like, well, let's meet at the dot tomorrow morning for a coffee. And so Holly J leaves this message to break up with Declan. I was about to call him Hot Peter because I'm too many people on this show. Hot Declan. Hot Declan. I don't Birdie Declan. I think people think that Declan's very hot. I personally don't see it. He looks like a bird to me, but also they're all He's children. He's like so. a bird. He'll only fly <laughs> away with Tinsley Warden and go to Yale. But maybe he'll buy you a necklace. So she goes to the dot the next day and Fiona's not there, but Declan's there. Yeah, there's it a was com- a surprise. It was a surprise. He showed up at the end of the first episode. Um, I do want to say really quick, though, I loved when Holly J calls Fiona and tells her all of this that's going on. Mm-hmm. And then she says to Fiona, "I no matter what happens here, I'm just so glad that we're friends. And I'm this friendship is kind of giving like sustaining me through these mm-hmm. like sort of boring ass episodes. Mm-hmm. I Fiona and Holly J are the best. They're like a great mismatched couple who work really well together and mm-hmm. they, they really like genuinely have like affection for each other mm-hmm. and I sense it and I believe it and I love mm-hmm. it and I hope they're friends in real life. Mm-hmm. Wasn't one of them just got married? No, one of them is Charlotte rampling just had a baby, right? She had a baby like a year ago. Was Fiona there at the at the baby birth? Was she at the birth? <laughs> I don't think she was at the birth. No. no, she wasn't at the birth. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, then I don't. Ugh, that makes me worried. <laughs> if you're not at the birth, are you really friends during COVID? <laughs> yeah, right. If you're not at the COVID water birth, I don't know if it's a um, so yes, so Declan's there. He's at the dot Marie Jones. He listens to the breakup message and he thinks it's funny. Like he just doesn't care about any of it. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about anything. It kind of mm-hmm. drives me a little nuts. I don't, yeah, I, I, I want him to feel some emotion. I want him to like, under, at least have empathy for the struggle, which I think Fiona does though. Maybe. She kind of doesn't show it until the, until the end at the steakhouse. Yeah, that's when I'm like, oh, she does get it. 
You know, mm-hmm. she's not making fun of her. She's not telling her to not do it. She's supporting her. Mm-hmm. Whereas Declan's like, just how much, basically like, how much allowance do you need every week? And I'll just give it to you so you don't have to work. Mm-hmm. Under the guise of, I want you to focus on school, which is nice, but also like, that's not how the world works. You're not marrying each other. Mm-hmm. Although they were under the they're all under the impression that they will. Fiona and also. Yeah. And I mean, Holly J is like, what's yours is mine. And I'm like, you're a senior in high school. (laughs) And like, you're smarter than this. Yes. That's what I don't understand. I get getting swept up. I mean, maybe she thinks that she, this is smart. Well, I think she thinks that it's temporary. Like getting the money from him is temporary mm-hmm. whether or not she thinks they'll really get married and do like what's mine is yours because we're uh, married mm-hmm. i you know that's not maybe she's also like thinking i can pay it back at some point if i have to mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see but um so but initially she's agreeing to take the money and even fiona's like oh girl that's a little you really sure you really want to do that yeah yeah it gets dicey she knows from brian baloney she does. She does. And Shantae is very uh, judgmental about it. Cops <laughs> out like, ugh, gold digger. <laughs> Remember when I thought Bippity Boppity Boo was Angela Lansbury? The woman who does voice the fairy godmother does sound a little bit like Angela Lansbury. Yeah, I could see why you would think that. Bed knobs and broomsticks is what I was thinking of. I think I've seen bed knobs and broomsticks like once, but it was a very long time ago. It's a good one. So Holly J tells her mom at one point that she thinks Declan's cheating on him. Mm-hmm. And Holly J's mom is like, look, I just want to. And she's right about everything she says. Mm-hmm. She says this whole Yale thing, like, if you want it, good. But if you're doing it to fulfill this sort of like Prince fantasy, then I'm and not Prince, the famous singer. Mm-hmm. Prince, like a prince, like in Cinderella mm-hmm. with gotcha, gotcha. starring Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. Um then it's not good and I'm not interested. And and I was like in it. And then the mom was like, so we're moving to the terrible because, oh, Holly J's like, my life is so hard because of the choices you and dad made. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, God, kids are fucking, why would anybody have kids? Right. Good luck with that. And um, and she's like, well, we're moving to the terrible apartment on Sunday. So you better pack these boxes. And then do you mm-hmm. do you remember what she did from that point on? No, what did she, she do? She started packing. Do you have, do you remember <laughs> what she was most uh, concerned with packing? What was that? Well, I'll tell you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. It made it. I was like, oh, Rachel will really relate to this. Uh huh. It, it was trophies. It was her trophies. I do off. remember that. It was her trophies. <laughs> I said this she is maybe, started with her trophies. But honestly, that's when I was like, you know, we always used to joke like I was JT and Rachel would always be like, well, I'm either Emma or Liberty. But I'm like, maybe you're Holly J. <laughs> maybe you are. That's it's really hard one. to pack trophies still. She was packing all of her trophies away. I hope she yeah. was sending one to Bennett. Maybe. Maybe she was putting one in the mail for to Bennett and packing all the rest of them to take to the horrible apartment on Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then uh, Declan buys her this nice necklace. 
That's when the mom sees it and she's like, oh no, he's not cheating on me. He actually came to see me. I was misunderstanding mm-hmm. something. And she says, bippity boppity boo from Angela Land. Famous yeah, line and from then, Angela And Lance. then she says, like, you're naive to think if this is just about a necklace. Right. And then she says, bippity boppity boo. Sorry. Yeah. It's that it's in that order. It's, <laughs> that's the order. And then all the boxes pack themselves with little birds and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Who who is the voice in fucking Cinderella? Because that sounds like <laughs> I just gotta say. Yeah, I think that I had written down that it's the depressing apartment, which I'm not sure what's worse. Like, what did I call it? Horrible, but like horrible seems like extreme, but depressing seems like it's probably accurate. And then it's actually pretty depressing to be there. This is that it. lady looks like the fairy godmother. Verna Felton. She was the Angela Verna. Lansbury of her day. God bless Verna Felton. She seems like a wonderful. You person. could have named your kid Verna. Yeah, you're right. I could have. What were you thinking? I don't know. I wasn't thinking of Verna Felton, maybe. So apparently not. Declan then is like, I want you to co- after all of this. He's like, so you're going to come to, he's like, I'm not going to New York. That's what he says at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then once he's like decided he's going to pay her to not work, he's like, well, now we are going to New York. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? What the fuck? And she says, he says, how much do I have to spend before you do what I ask? Yeah, which is really gross. And then this is when Shantae was like, Shantae, the necklace comes and Shantae's like, mm-hmm. whoa. And she does a great amount of face acting where she's just mm-hmm. like, what is it? And then she goes, she goes like this. She goes, gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> and Holly J's like, I'm not a gold digger. She's like, sugar daddy. No, first she does, sug- oh no, she says, must be nice to have a sugar daddy. Then she does the cough gold digger and mm-hmm. she gets mad. And Shantae's like, I'm just kidding. Like, we're friends. And then Fiona's like, she just doesn't get it. Do you want to, like, meet later? And she's like, yeah, we'll, like, meet. And, like, it's all, like, very fancy talk. And Shantae's just like, um, you two should hear yourselves. And walks away. And it's <laughs> wonderful. It is it is pretty, like, pizza man. Shantae, again, coming in here and just, like, killing it. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to them like eating and Declan shows up and he he's like, she's like, what are you doing here? And he says, well, what else am I going to do? I'm here to see you. And that's yeah, like when he, school doesn't matter. Nothing matters. And that's when he goes in on the, well, I want you to come to New York with me. How much do I have to pay to get you to do mm-hmm. what I want? And that's what Shantae has the, one of the great lines. She goes, just drop it preppy. <laughs> that's Zach Morris's nickname. Yeah. He is a Zach Morris, kind of like Zach mm. Morris. He probably had a giant cell phone in the 80s before he was born. He probably did. And um, so this is when Holly J starts to get to thinking about, like, is this really, like, the best route to take where I'm taking mm-hmm. this guy's money? And at the end of the day, I still need to fend for myself here. And mm-hmm. she starts to kind of, like, you know, worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of tells him she's, you know, that's it. She's done. It's all kit and caboodle. Yeah. Like they're supposed to go to the airport and they're having an argument in the taxi. Which is juxtaposing to the time when they first are in the taxi together earlier and they're having a nice time. And yeah. the cab driver's like swooning over their loviness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're having an argument. And they, do they, I guess they break up. Right. 
Yes, I think so. She says to Fiona at the end, she's like, did Declan tell you about our fight? So Mm -hmm. she doesn't say that they broke up. She says, did Declan tell you about our fight? And she says, yeah, he called me from the airport. He was crying. Oh. And then she says, like, where are you mad at me? And she goes, Holly J, you're my friend. And I was like, I love you too. I'm starting to ship them. (laughs) And... She still managed to get the job at Little Mistakes, even though she originally turned them down because she's like, I'm too busy for this. And yep. they still took her, even though she um, had to take her SATs that weekend. Declan was also like, just reschedule your SATs. And it's like, wait, but that's actually important to getting into Yale but for some that, people. That's not a th- you can't reschedule the SATs. They're on a certain day. Yeah, there's like certain times you can take them. So there's like more than one option. But right. it's not like it's next Saturday, you know? Right. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Mistakes. And then, you know, I think they're not really doing the SATs anymore from what I heard. They're not counting them at colleges, certain colleges. How are you getting into colleges? Um, Merit, I guess. I'm not really sure. Connections alone? <sighs> she gets the job at Little Mistakes. The guy's very nice. He's like, just mm-hmm. remember. He's like, remember us when you're win the nobel prize mm-hmm. he's, so, he's so sweet yeah he's so sweet i can't wait to see her working at this restaurant more yeah she's got like on a cowgirl outfit with like cow print mm-hmm. and a hat that she doesn't wear on her head it like hangs behind her like a cowboy mm-hmm. hat mm-hmm. wonderful stuff and fiona's there to see her and she tells her she's so proud of her very nice stuff i really yeah. i really love these two yeah they're good uh Good as friends, except for some of it's very um, superficial. Let's go shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's on the. That's on. Got to find this bird cage. <laughs> and then they go shopping and Holly J uses the credit card to buy a bunch of stuff and then gets it home and is like, well, I have to return all this. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. She had nice new shoes. Do you like those shoes, Rach? I don't think I saw them. Mm, weren't paying attention. Were they fancy? Were they as fancy as her necklace was? That was a nice necklace, right? Was it in a Tiffany box? Yeah. What well, color is a Tiffany box? Blue box, baby. What are those? What is? What does that start with? Beast. It's <laughs> 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 <was> fucking awful. <laughs> I loved it. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> It was horrifying. I loved it. <laughs> I got to be honest. I have no idea. You you tell me what the beast. I can't tell. I don't know which one it is. Um, it's, I can't it's tell. Hard I think to it, say. I think it's got to be Eli, right? <clears throat> I think it's got to be Eli because there's Eli. definitely more going on in that story. That at one point Fitz says Eli as if he was yeah. Daniel Plainview. From I was like, did that movie come out at this point? Yeah, I I heard it, and I was like, hey, that's how Pat says it. Eli. This was very convoluted. I had a hard time following it, but... I I got it in the end, but it was weird. So I guess, like, they haven't figured out who Fitz is, because he's been, like, you know, the friend in the lifeguarding class who, like, maybe, like, Riley thinks doesn't, like, is homophobic, so, you know, doesn't want to tell him that he's gay. And then he's, like, the drunk, like, stoner kid with Bianca. 
Um, and now he's apparently a bully, which I was like, this is news to me. <laughs> it's like, we need a character who we don't have to apply any uh, character traits to. No, because he's just like, he looks like a very bland like guy. And so you could just forget about him very easily. And I guess in high school, you just sort of like shift your personality a lot over those four mm-hmm. years. Yeah. It's so- over like the same season. It starts off with apparently, you know, I don't know if Fitz had it out for Eli already, but like Eli dries up in his hearse and, you know, Fitz like rips off the hood ornament. So yeah. this starts the the tiff between Eli and Fitz and Eli thinks that he can outwit Fitz and he does mightily <laughs> he really outwits him to the point where like he goes a lot of and it's a little psychotic at once yeah. at one point when i was like oh is this a horror movie is he's scary yeah th- it was pretty great uh, <laughs> i really liked it <laughs> no good for you i'm happy you liked it because i was confused i got um, it in the end it was it say. was i mean i like is a strong word but i was just like wow this is so calculating i love like what he thought of to do back to this so it starts off with Ooh, like look at you physical you don't fight. like physical violence but you love fucking just taking a person down mentally yeah oh i do i really like breaking them apart oh my god you're a psychopath mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like a Hannibal um, so- <laughs> Lecter. <laughs> well, no, there's a difference between cannibalism and like breaking a person apart. No, but he's also like Hannibal Lecter does that too, right? He's like gets into their subconscious and like as mm-hmm. a psychologist that he is, mm-hmm. and he breaks you down mentally before he kills you and eats you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he likes to do, he's best of both worlds in the, in yeah. the world. Quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> Do you remember what it sounded like when they were when the lambs were screaming, Clarice? That's fucking crazy shit. <laughs> See my voices. You thought I was Anthony Hopkins, didn't you? I I did. I did. You did a very good job. Thank you very much. But not Bob Hoskins, different man guy. Of a, man of a thousand. No Hopkins, not Hoskins. I know. I know. I always associated the two when I was a kid. He's not coming. I can't get him out of. He's in on it's, mothballs tonight. Oh yeah, that's fair. Skins. That's it. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, it just came on the screen for me. But at one point, Fiona's at school wearing like a Sergeant Pepper dress, and it's pretty great. <laughs> it's a fucking great. And she's got like, like lace gloves, oh, like Madonna I, gloves. Yeah, at one point. I was just like, this is such a. This is perfect. I love it. Good job, you know Fiona. How I'm famous, famous in in the Degrassi mm-hmm. circles for um, you know, <laughs> the Degra- the one Degrassi circle of eight people we talk to, um, for liking Darcy too much. Yes, this is this Fiona is is going to overtake. It's happening Darcy. that yeah. Well, I think people like Fiona, so I'm not it's like happening. in a minority. It's all mm-hmm. happening, but mm-hmm. I think I'm, she's going to overtake. This mm-hmm. is a character I'm falling for. Everybody mm-hmm. with a with a Manny Page level of endorsement from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Eli and Fitz. Yeah. Eli's never gonna win a physical fight. But no, but he scraps <laughs> with him, I will say. He scraps with him. Fitz tries to punch Adam. Um he kicks Eli in the nuts. In, in the nards. In the nards. Is Sorry, Eli the one? Is Eli the actor who showed up on that Degrassi Zoom looking like looking like a pirate? Yeah. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, that's him. I love this guy. This guy is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Monroe. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, they, and he keeps having conversations with Claire where Claire's like, just drop it. Like, it's dating? really not that big of a deal. Not yet, but mm-hmm. like, you know, there's definitely something happening there. Remember they, they almost kiss? kiss? Oh, right. No, they, it was, they almost, almost kiss. Um, and she's like, you know, people say you're obsessed with death and all these bizarre things and stuff like that. But he says, let them say what they want to say. Yeah. And there's a couple of instances also where they start to imply, uh, questions about Adam's gender. Yes. Yes. Because, uh, he says like, oh yeah, that hurts a lot when he gets kicked in the nards. And then, (laughs) so what Eli decides to do is to pretend to have a truce and to make a fake ID for Fitz. And the whole plan is to find a wanted like, crime. <laughs> this is like, so fucking stupid. This, this, is, I, this was like, I loved like the, how far this went to find a wanted criminal <laughs> And take all of their information, which is available on the internet, and put that on a license with Fitz's photo on it. And then (laughs) to trap him in a situation where the police would have to run his license and be like, wait, this guy is so-and-so. So he's looking through pictures... And with Adam and Adam's like, oh, yeah, you know, that person's like, uh, like their face looks like too much like this or too much like that. And Eli's like, oh, you're really good at this. And Adam's like, no, I'm not. And it's just kind of like brushed off. I don't understand what that had to do with Adam's gender, though. I am assuming that it's something that they're saying that like a woman would notice more. Oh my God. I know. Right. But that it was the way that they did that where I'm like, is that what they're trying to say with this? Like, that is very crazy weird. If that's right. Case, but I think you're probably right. But it was like, but it was unnecessary. Like they didn't need to do that. And I feel like, I don't know. I'm also like, why? So they're searching this like database mm-hmm. for this, yeah, yeah. The, the criminal database. And for, like, to find someone- their address, which like if they're wanted, wouldn't they have them but also weren't they like trying to find someone who like looked like him or something why would that matter yeah because they're still putting his picture on it it was so i, I don't know that's when i, I was guess like, so, so that if they ran the license then they might be like oh it could be this guy meanwhile so he gives fitz this fake id and then fitz and him are like fucking cool and i'm yeah. like why do you want to start all make this trouble just be cool with the guy you said what mm-hmm. you wanted was like a truce so just have a fucking truce don't make it so weird mm-hmm. so what eli does is he eli <laughs> calls the cops before he sees fits and then s- starts a fight with fit so he knows that the cops are going to come and get break up this fight it would have been funny if like fits just mur- killed him like physically yeah, murdered just, him just like before him the right cops got there. there um and so the cops come and Fitz is like, ha, you're going to be in like worse off trouble. Cause at least I have this fake ID and they run the fake ID and they arrest him. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day or later but, that day or whenever, but before that. So when they put him in the police car, mm-hmm. this is when Eli is like looking at him in that like weird, like I might be a fucking crazy lunatic psychopath mm-hmm, kind of way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm into if that's the case. Yeah. I'm sorry. So then what were you No, saying? you're fine. Um so the next day at school, Fitz like tells him what happened. 
And Eli's like, oh, this is exactly what I want. And now I'm in his head. And Claire is just like not approving of the whole situation. Basically, Fitz is almost like, nice move, Eli. Like, kind of game recognizes game, but also, like, I, he says, I have a long memory, and he, like, hits him. Or, like, mm-hmm. I play a long game or something. Whatever mm-hmm. he says. Basically being like, this isn't over. I recognize that you got me. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I guess he would figure it out at that point. Yeah. Because... Eli is really playing it off with Claire where he's like, the worst that's going to happen is he's going to, they're going to, he's going to have to stay in jail for like an hour or two while they figure out the situation. And mm-hmm. then maybe he'll have to go to a court on a fake ID. So mm-hmm. that's when like Eli, Eli Eli is a little bit more playful about it. So I was like, oh, maybe he's not a psychopath, but I don't know. They're trying to get us to think he's like, I don't know how to say it, but like, you know, like a possibly. Like a, I don't know, like a trench coat mafia kind of a person, which is what I'm trying to not say. Oh, <laughs> I don't to... even know what you can, how can you can say that in a different well, way, that's, though? Yeah, so like, yeah. A, they're they're getting us to think like, oh, he might be one of, like, someone who's who could go off the rails. Yes, yeah. But probably not. Mm-hmm. Was exhausting to me to talk about that B story. I was yeah. like dreading talking about that story because I found the whole. You did a beautiful job explaining mm-hmm. it, the crux of what was going on and the machinations behind. Like, what was, mm-hmm. and he's just like everybody. Just trust me, Adam. Just yeah. trust me. Yeah, Claire. Just and like it was so weird. Poor Adam. It was such a weird story, but I think that's kind of why I liked it. I liked it. I liked it now that we've talked about it and we're, oh, yeah. we're done with it. But I was also just like marveling at how the guy is now cool with you and you're just going to make this worse. And I kind of respect that, I guess, because he was like, fuck mm-hmm. this guy. I don't want I don't even want to be cool with this guy. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Chuck one up for old Eli. I mean, Fitz seems kind of like an asshole. Oh, Fitz sucks. Yeah. If you asked me where have we seen him before today mm-hmm. i never would have known he was either of those people <laughs> like the fucking lifeguard class yeah. and the thing maybe i would have remembered he was with bianca but only because of the name not like recognizing his yeah face. yeah yeah he's a very bland looking guy i wonder what bianca not was memorable doing. bianca was probably dancing that whole time like fucking just dropping <laughs> Dropping in, you know. It's got like a big D dance crew mm-hmm. is uh performing over there. Oh man, you know what I was thinking though. What could you get the C story? <laughs> this I is a weird one too. <laughs> I do like Dave though. I'm I do. I I do and I don't. He's so obsessed with um being popular and being cool. Which, yeah. like, I mean, also, who wasn't? But I think that because I I feel like he can't get past that to anything that's, like, all that interesting of a story yet. That's all we've seen of him. I, I think I oftentimes say, like, I like a character, and it comes off like it means, like, I like the what they do. But uh-huh. I, li- I think a lot of times I just mean I like living with this the character for a minute. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. I, I like spending time with Dave. I don't... Mm-hmm. I, and I do like him. I think he's, like, he he's, like... I get him. I get his, I get his deal. And I like, mm-hmm. I, I, I find him entertaining. Mm-hmm. He is a self fair, a lot of self pitying though. Yeah. Yeah. He is 
Oh, like he is hanging out with like the lamest of the lamos in grade <laughs> ten. The three tenors, <laughs> yeah, Wesley and Connor. <laughs> the three tenors, and Dave is just like, guys, like everything we do is so uncool. I don't want to be seen with you. And so Wesley and Connor are like, what can we do to make ourselves cool? Let's start a band. I also like Wesley and Connor just trying to like cheer up Dave because Dave's sad yeah. that he doesn't have a girl. He's sad he doesn't have a girlfriend. All he wants is to have a girlfriend. This is like his. Yeah. He wants to Allie girlfriend. to be his girlfriend. Yes, but but before that, he wanted Jenna. So you know, he just flits around. <laughs> he does, but he's wanted Allie for a pretty specifically long time now. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, "Let's start a band. Bands are cool. Chicks, chicks dig guys in bands." I think somebody says at one point. Mm-hmm. Chicks. So, um, band equals cred equals girls is what I have. He's like, yeah, well, well, like, what are we doing this weekend? And and Dave's like, what we should be doing this weekend is like, oh, oh, sorry. Up. What yeah. they actually say is, then come the honeys. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he's like, we should be kissing our girlfriends, but like, we don't have any girlfriends. And uh, and Wesley is like, well, let's get some girlfriends because women are simple creatures like hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yikes. Talk about some incel bullshit. <laughs> but he's almost not even an incel. He like doesn't care. No. No, I know. But I'm like, oh no, you can't say things like oh, that, no. child. Oh no. B does that. B says that my daughter. She drops something and she goes, Oh no. That's very funny. She drops something. Well, it almost sounded like Mr. Del Rossi. Oh yeah. He'll be here later. No, no. B drops things on purpose so she can say it. It's very cute. <laughs> so um so they, the degrassi band slam is coming up sav man mm-hmm. sav is sav is now taken to saying sav out at the end of his school announcements which is <laughs> fucking so sav it's very sav um so yeah the band slam is happening so they're gonna put this band together wesley's gonna play flute mm-hmm. and uh Connor's going to be doing some sort of percussion work on a computer and yeah, on a computer and Dave is rapping slash singing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, this will be great. So they propose this idea without telling Dave. Yeah. They write some song lyrics Yep. and they say, Dave, we're going to do this. And Dave is like, this is so fucking lame guys. I, we can't, we can't do this. The beat is dope though, to be fair. Like mm-hmm. with the, with the fucking, what was he playing? The flute? The flute, yeah. It sounded good as hell. But mm-hmm. then Dave starts to sing and he sucks. He's a terrible singer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He's so bad. <laughs> Connor even says that to him. <laughs> Later on, yeah, because they auto-tune him. So, yeah. But the rest of the shit is dope. He's a pretty good rapper. I mean, I don't know if he's a good rapper, but he it sounds fine when he's rapping as opposed to Yeah, singing. he just can't sing at all. And he doesn't seem to notice or care. Nope. I can't really figure it out. But they know they're on to something because it sounds pretty good. And they're like, we booked some recording time with with Sav. Mm-hmm. Sav. <laughs> Sav is like the grand elder now. Yeah, he really is. Being in a band was the best thing in my life. Hanging out with my bros, making tunes. <laughs> tunes. He's like, he like approaches. Goofing off was the other thing that he liked that he did then. You're absolutely right. The grand elder is the perfect way to put it. He's like 16 <laughs> years old, but he's like, man, back in the day when I had a band, my life was so good. Now everybody's gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
So he they record with Sav, and Sav is also like look, they're all looking at each other when Dave starts to sing, and they're like, "This guy fucking blows." And uh, so Sav auto tunes it, and then they listen back, and he's like, "Wait, why? Why are we doing that?" And they're like, "Like T Pain, it's great." <laughs> just just auto tune everything, and he's like, "No, that's terrible." Um, that's when they tell him he's a bad singer too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, Connor literally says to him, he was like, "Oh, what's wrong with my singing?" And Connor's like, it's terrible. I love <laughs> really. <Connor. laughs> it was These so episodes are good. I don't know what you're talking mm, about. I don't know. I just felt like they just, I don't know. Oh. The, some of the ones before were so good that I was like, this is kind of like filler. Yeah. So um, he's mad that they auto-tuned him. So he's sitting by himself mm-hmm. and that's when Sav sees him. And he's like, man, when I was going with my band, The Studs, the first they were we were called Studs, then we were called Janie and the Studs, then we were called Janie and the Studs with Peter Stone. We had a mm-hmm. lot of different names. It was so great, best time of my mm-hmm. life. And he's like, mm-hmm. you know, just so you know, these guys they put this band together just because they wanted to cheer you up. So that's good friends to have or something. To say yeah. that he's that's good friends to Sav. I mean, have that's what he said. He's like. Messed it up. He's so interesting. Sav has like no friends anymore, so he's like, sure, I'll record. I'll do a recording sesh with you guys. Well, I thought Sav was friends with Eli Pete. Is like at the dot, and you know he never goes over to the dot to go see him. And and uh, uh, and and Spinner's married to Emma. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah. So he never works at the dot anymore. He's got other things to do. So. You know, the three of them are at the dot and Dave ends up putting their track on. I guess he just he like reaches over the counter and just puts like a CD and like a a phone. Okay, puts his phone on um, a dock and then plays uh, their their hit single. Yeah, their track. And Anya's there. Anya's like, oh, shit, dog. Is this you? Mm -hmm. Anya. She's dressed like an elf while she's doing it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And they're like, let's go. We're going to go see you guys at Band Slam. Mm-hmm. Band Slam was a movie with um, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, Allie or AJ. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm. And it's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. For what it's worth. FWIW. But that was, that's it. That's the end of uh, Band the Slam. story. Mm-hmm. We have not seen the band slam, so we don't know how it turns out. There's like the opening to that song where where I don't remember what Dave says, but it's like squiggle, biggle, tiggle. And I was like, this is so I'm embarrassing. It is. I was embarrassed every time I heard it, including at the dot. I like it was supposedly something that people liked. I like the flute part. I really did. No joke. I like the flute part. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's fucking spot. A man of a thousand voices. You thought it was a flute, right? I did. I did. Just, it it just sounded me. just like a flute. Just like a flute. It was me. It was just Pat. It was your old pal, Pat. Hey, My old pal. Hey, Rachel. Mm hmm. What do you think about the boiling point on this episode? 212. Mm. 212 degrees Fahrenheit is when we start to boil. Bubble, 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 mm-hmm. bubble, bubble. You could go higher than that, I guess. You could go even to I, this one might even get up to three hundred. I don't know. Or really? you could go, <laughs> or you can go much lower. Yeah, this one barely, barely is like above freezing for me. There wow. is not much going on, but Declan the reason and why Jay break up. Uh, 
Did do they? I don't know. It felt very uneventful. Yeah, I thought that was pretty eventful. But what did feel eventful was uh, Eli's calculating. Yeah. Nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty. That's some thought there. So he that goes made there the some. fake ID. He made the fake ID. There you go. And he used it to yeah. buy Stogues cigarettes. <laughs> it's very cool. When you were in high school, did people call them Stogues? No. Did people at your high school call them Stogues? Yeah, for sure. Well, let me get a Stogue. Uh, so I'm giving it a 46. Yo, let me get a heater. It was another thing that people would call them. A heater? A mini personal heater? Did you just say six degrees? I said 46. Oh, so it's like, barely oh above freezing. <laughs> Oh my God, 46 degrees. I'm going to go 130 because they, Declan and Holly J, break up. Tinsley Wharton is there. Edith Wharton's mm-hmm. great, 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 great mm-hmm. granddaughter, Tinsley Wharton. Mm-hmm. What did I say? 136? Mm-hmm. No, one. You one, said 130. 118. 118. 118 okay. degrees. You can still take okay. a bath in that, right? Oh yeah, that's pl- that's plenty hot to take. Actually, no, that's too hot to take a bath in. You could get in it. Well, because hot tubs don't get over like a hundred and four, hundred and five. All right, so. hundred four, hundred five. Then I'll say okay. It's a hot, like a hot tub. tub. It's a hot tub. Yeah, it's a hot tub episode. Yeah, it's, not, it's a hot tub episode. <laughs> this isn't like getting in with the, like Yosemite Sam with the fucking celery stalks and mm-hmm. stuff. It's just mine is like uh, some ice water. Oh God, you're but crazy. not frozen. You know, Rachel, this yeah. is the first one we're really really at loggerheads about yeah. they had that shot of eli looking like a, a crazy person mm-hmm. sav said sav out at the end of his uh <laughs> that doesn't go there sav is a lot like archie simpson i think <laughs> yeah that's true that's true well, rachel it's not about going there anymore it's true it's a different it's a different system it's about how yeah hot, and it's hot he says sav's out sav out because it's a hot catchphrase. It's a hot new catchphrase. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I don't agree. But you don't think it's a hot new catchphrase for all the kids? Sad. No, I'm not so sure. Sav is such I'm a fucking so sure. lame dweeb. He oh is. man, when I was with my band, we were making tunes. Anybody who calls songs tunes needs to get the mm-hmm. fuck out of town. Go to <laughs> a new town. Off. Go to a new town. Just any any town. Goofing off with my bros, making mm-hmm. tunes. Eating each other's asses. Eating each other's asses. Remember when they took that road trip to LA to play in the movie? Yeah, <laughs> I do remember. Oh, so Pat. Yeah, what's up? You know what I'm gonna say here. Oh, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of what yeah, I wanted I'll to do. You. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> You always, these are always great. Now yeah. now we've built it up. It better be good. I know, I know. It better be good if, to me, Tina Turner. Yeah. If you were really, 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 really good friends with like one person on the show and you'd want to do anything for them and you might even make them a fake ID. <laughs> but in a nice way, not with like an arsonist on the information. Not, not trying information. to, to yeah. bring them down. Yeah. With mental. like, yeah, use some boring office worker. <laughs> information for it um who would you choose um holly jayona holly jayona or jonah fee holy j this the couple (laughs) fee holy j or or holly jayona 
which <laughs> the, there's a Mexican place near me called Holy Frijoles, which is like what I feel like you're trying to Holy say. Holy Frijoles. Uh, Holy Frijoles. The couple <laughs> friendship of Holly J and Fiona. Love mm-hmm. it so much. One of my favorite things of recent Degrassi, I got to say. Very mm-hmm. happy to watch it progress. And this was a great episode of that really showcased it, showed the ups and downs, the highs and lows. Fiona almost got it solo for the birdcage. Mm-hmm. But by the end, I was all in on this. This uh, what? What's like a not a bromance? What would it be? Can I say what it, what it is? What is Without it? Without getting in trouble. I mean, it's a hoe man's baby. H e a u x. Oh, because that's like reclaiming the word when you reclaim. Oh, okay. Word. When you make it French. Yeah, hoe man's baby. That's what. It, that's what two <laughs> girls. That's how you reclaim words. You make them French. What do they say though? Gal pals. You always say gal pals. Gal pals. This gal, a gal man's. The gal man's. I like homans. H e a u x though. Homans. Now I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Time will tell. I mean, we mm-hmm. may find out that I'm not supposed to say that, but yeah. I'm saying it. Holly Jacoby. Until we, I listen back and I say, I think I gotta cut the part where I say yeah. homans. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. We're gonna keep it. Fioli J. Fioli J. Sinclair. What about you, Rach? Who do you got? You got a homance in your life? Uh, this your is life? a tough one. This is a tough one for me. I almost want to give it to Shonday just for the gold that was digger a great, comment. And also her face, her reacting facially to their conversation was, was really as good. Pizza it Man was is, really good. It's, a, it's as good a one scene, like wonder type thing can get in an episode. She's mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah, I also almost want to give it to Adam for sorry about your nards. <laughs> Great he too. said sorry. He said sorry in it. I was. I can't remember. I have. Oh, Holly J's mom said sorry at one. Point. She did say sorry, and I heard it. Um, I also think that like Holly J, Fiona, great. I mean, the couple who works a little mistakes are amazing. But like my heart of hearts, I have to go with Eli because that stuff is so fucked up. Dude, you love how <laughs> fucked up. This I kind of. I kind of love it. Fucking Leatherface over here. Yeah, it's what stood out for me the most. Dave's singing did not stand out for me the most. No, nor Winston saying um, women are like hamsters. Hamsters. <laughs> nor Connor saying your singing is terrible to Dave's face. Connor was the best of that trifecta, though, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, Pat, we have someone to welcome into the room this week. You think I'm going to get in trouble for home answer now? No, I don't think so. Okay. I've never even heard this H-E-A-U-X thing. Jasmine Sullivan, baby, hotels. Oh, okay. You gotta, you gotta know about it, baby. So we got someone to welcome into the room. <gasps> oh, it is with a great pleasure I return once again to come on the show here. It's good to see you, Rachel. How you doing, Rachel? I'm pretty, doing pretty good. How I are you? I can't believe I heard the pet to say a whole man. So I was like, they can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. Even <laughs> if you are Italian, I don't think you can say that word. It's not a nice. But we are not here to talk about that. Oh, it's like the beginning of the show when Pat always says, but we're not here to talk about And it's usually like at the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something like that. But we are not here mm-hmm. to talk about that. We're here to welcome a lovely, we're going to welcome 
a couple of people into their room today. Who is it? Who's coming into the room? Ashley. Oh, my. I knew it. You know, I was saying to myself, mm-hmm. I was looking into my mind's eye and I was having a pizza. I was having a piece of pizza. <laughs> and I look, I was looking into my mind's eye and I said, who is it going to be today? I think we're going to get the people to come into the room. And I was said to myself, it is a going to be a Ashley. Ashley, welcome so much. It is so good to have you here. You are going to love it in this room. Think of your favorite movie. What is your favorite scene in the movie? That is what is a playing on the wall all the time in the room. You could change it if you like, but if you want to see the same scene over and over and over again, it'll be on there in the room. It is so good. You're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. We are going to listen. Go. The Pat and Rachel are going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. With uh, Fiona in it, that is a horror scary movie for the Patreon. You're going to love to hear them talk about it. Pet said he might not even watch it, which is fun too. It'd be a different kind of way about it to see how it goes. But it is going to be so good. Thank you so much. You, are, I'm so happy to have you. We're so happy to see you every day. Welcome to the room. And while I'm at it, since we're... Is this another person, Rachel? No, that's it. I got to welcome Amira into the room because she's a claim. She's a claim. Mm-hmm. She's a claim that I did not introduce her to the room, that it was just a normal one where Panther just said, Welcome to the room. But not, not, mm-hmm. not as mm-hmm. me, Mr. Del Rossi. So, Myra, my dear friend, my good friend, the best person in the world, it is a nice to have you. You've been here. You know what the room is like. You're crouched mm-hmm. over there. It is a nice temperature control. You sit there. You have a good time. You see all of your friends and you say hello. You dance and you sing and you have the best time of your whole life. And it is so good. <laughs> Every time I come in the room and I see your face, I'm so happy to see you. I give you this. I give you a, a pizza man, which is when I kiss my fingers and I uh, then I go, what is this, Rachel? Yeah, pizza man. pizza man. This is so good to have you. And again, you can have this anytime you want. Anybody want to come in? You want to get introduced by me, my friend? I'll give you a shake of your hand. And what happens is when I shake a hand, this mm-hmm. is what the some people don't know. If I am a shake of your hand, you best rest assured there is a piece of prosciutto in my hand. And then when I take my hand away, it's going to be in your hand. And then you can eat it. <laughs> So I don't know how long it's necessarily been sitting in my hand. Maybe for a long time, so it's a little bit hot. That's a good. It's yeah. like it cooks in my hand. And then I give it to you, and then you can eat the prosciutto. It is a del- or a pizza. I'll give you a pizza. <laughs> Some provolone. Oh, yeah, of course, a provolone. Result. Uh, Squidgeal. Fusil. <laughs> Eggplant. Parmesan. Fra Diavolo, <laughs> espresso, <laughs> a cappuccino, <laughs> bread. Italians love a bread. You know, Italians do love oh, bread, but not as much as they love pasta. No, we love a pasta. Pasta, most is there anything is a pasta before pasta before life. I'd rather be dead than not to eat the pasta. But you get the bread and you put a little olive oil on it and you put the, some, uh, what else? Just olive oil. So a little salt, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it. 
And then he does eat a little bit of it. And then the nine hours later, it comes at the Yahini as a poop. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good to see everybody. Come on back. Oh my God. Nice to see you. Come to the Patreon, patreon.com slash a D E E D E E E E E E M E M P. Dot com. You have all of these things. I, we have a, we have a, watch a movies. We have a meetings. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Come and be there. Me- it's a good place to be. If you're liking the Halloween season, the Pat was on a podcast called The Franchiseography Talk About Evil Dead 2. It dropped about the mm. two weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to it, you can go listen to Army it. of Darkness. That's the third movie. He didn't talk about the Army of Darkness. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why do I think that the second one was Army of Darkness? No, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2. Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. the trilogy. Okay. And then there was a TV show. Mm. Oh, I got to go. Bye. Oh, heavens. That's Bye, Mr. Del Rossi. So on that note, where can you find oh, us? Did you think you ever heard Mr. Del Rossi say Heine? I did. I, you did? I did hear that. But did you, oh, but I heard did you ever think, was that on your... Oh, no. Did I think he would say that? No. I don't think I ever... I That's a word that I don't hear often, if ever, and I am kind of like appalled to hear it. Why? I loved it. He's so great. Oh, I hate that word. Heine? Yeah. yeah. Unless you're talking about Heineken. Hey, Rachel, <laughs> little known fact, Broomheads, Rachel loves Heineken. More specifically, she loves to drink a Heineken in a diner, which we That's call That's the only place to have Dinerkins. them. Dinerkins. When Rachel and I, this is lore, we're uh-huh. like friendly. We were friends. We were like yeah. friends, but we hadn't like taken that next step. At that point. In our friendship. And then we all were at the diner. Everybody was drunk. And we were uh-huh. eating food. It was like four in the morning. It was so late. Or five in the morning. <laughs> Is it after Gowanus? Had we gone to Gowanus? I think so, yeah. So we all went to the diner. And then I decided that Rachel wanted a Heineken. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. And that was the big The rest is history. And I ordered one for her. Mm-hmm. And me. I didn't order them for anyone else. I got one for me and one for Rachel. And I insisted that she wanted it. And she didn't really. Well, she doesn't really like Heineken. <laughs> it's terrible. So now if I'm ever at a diner, I always get a Heineken. I don't drink Heinekens, but I drink them. At, I yeah. always get and at one. diners. They taste better. And there. I take a picture of it and I send it to Rachel. Yeah. You go to diners a lot, so you must be drinking well, a lot Well, I don't of go like when I'm there in the morning with my son. But, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm there in, Only the, for the, night in the evening with my son. I or if it's so late that it's the morning again, but it's not light out yet. I'm having a Heineken. It's a, it's a tradition mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Have yourself a dinerkin. You can find us at SparkleSpaz28 on Instagram. The Broomheads and Dope Monkeys on Facebook. You can write us an mm-hmm. email at everyepisodeveritgmail.com. Write a five-star mm-hmm. review if you haven't. Uh, we did the pa- mm-hmm. Mr. Del Rossi was nice enough to tell us about the Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you do want to hear me talk about Evil Dead 2 for two hours, uh, you could do that at the Franchiseography podcast. I did that. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all I got. What do you got, Rach? Anything? think so i think that's pretty much it so i guess it's time for good night yeah grilled cheese definitely and grilled cheese definitely